Howdy, partner. We don't, we don't take <laughs> kindly to folks like you in these parts. What you missed right, is right before we hit start, Rock was like, you do the intro because I do something stupid. So I wanted to do something even worse than he would even do. So Definitely taught me. Howdy. I taught you. Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. Partner. Welcome, welcome to the wild, wild west. Jim West. Desperado. <laughs> Wait, that's a different movie. Uh, Jim, we all should have watched that. Jim Gardner. Oh, Jim, J- yeah. No one calls him that, but you could. I called him that. We were you friends. can call him Jim Gardner if you want you, to. We were you probably don't know what movie we're doing this week because you haven't seen the title of this video, and you yeah. forgot last week when we said uh, that we were going to be doing this movie. Last week, we did Battle of Algiers, Laugh Riot, Slapstick Comedy. Mm-hmm. This time, a little bit more somber, a little bit more serious. Yeah. We're doing a Sean pick. Mm-hmm. Support your local sheriff. Right. Which is something that you guys have never even heard of. No. Rock, you've heard of this movie? I had not until you said it. No. I'd never heard of this. And for whatever reason, I thought this was a cop movie starring Don Knotts. I, I did. Oh. I, well, no, I don't. Don Knotts. Now, Don Knotts, that would have been a treat. But no, <laughs> I didn't know that. I just thought it was a cop thing. This to me, I was shocked when it was on Disney Plus and then realized it's not a Disney movie. Like, I thought it, it was. It reeks of that late 60s Disney vibe. Yes. You know what I mean? It really does. Because I was looking, literally looking for it on Disney Plus until I was like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Who Cut. made this movie? I don't have any information on this at who, all. Who made it? Yeah. Uh, MGM. Oh. It's definitely, cu- but it's definitely like cut from the same cloth as you watch like uh, uh, Blackbeard's Ghost or something Apple like Dumpling that. Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, that late a 60s. A lot of the people who are in Apple Dumpling Gang are in this movie. Dude. <laughs> it's the same. The There's Ghost and Mr. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Was it Ghost and, or was it Ghost and Mrs. Chicken? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I Mr. Know. Chicken. I have seen it. Don oh. Knotts classic. Oh. He is maybe, Mr. Chicken. Maybe Mrs. Chicken was a sequel. Yeah, it's yeah. Don Knotts in drag. There, oh, I'm back. <laughs> there's something. There's a character in this. Um, the the mayor, but uh, uh, Harry Morgan is the actor's name. Who's in a ton of shit, Mash and whatever. Oh, okay. Whenever I hear that guy's voice, which is not a nice voice, it's like a. Hey, rah, rah, rah. It's like the most soothing thing to me. I don't know what it is about this guy that I just like. He's like a grandpa I never had or something. Like I love nice. this guy oh. so much. So when I saw when I, when he's in this movie, I'm fucking in. I'm I don't know. I'm very curious, but you guys have to say with this movie. I picked it again because I've seen this movie so many times. When I went up to my grand, my grandparents had this cabin up in Julian, which is like an hour away from here. We spend the night there a lot, and there was three VHSs at this place, and this is one of them. So I watched. What it. were the other two? I it was like one was like, like Death Becomes Her. So oh, I wasn't allowed to watch that classic. one. Classic. Couldn't see that. That movie rules. And then I forget the other one, but I remember the other one being like, that's a dumb kids thing. I'm not watching that. I'm watching Support Your Local Sheriff all the time. <laughs> so I'm going to be extremely biased on this movie, but if you guys gave it zeros, I wouldn't even be mad. because it's just, Good. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, I have get no... Ready. I love it, but if you guys don't, that's okay. So uh, you out there are probably like us and have never heard of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a 1969 comedy western starring James Garner as a prospector who comes into a lawless town and takes up the job of being the sheriff and is tasked with cleaning up the town, mainly taking on the town's one family of bad guys. Yeah. You know, they're kind yeah. of bad guys, but they're mo- they're just like the roughest, toughest family around. They do whatever they want and 
Generally, it's a town filled with wild prospectors who are fighting in the streets, fighting in the bars. Yeah, it's a lawless town. It's a lawless town. Uh, but it is uh, a 1960s comedy film, so it is very lighthearted and kind of goofy. Yes. And kind of yeah. charming. And it, I, I did not, I was not prepared. I did not know. I'm going to go on record. I'm a James Garner fan. I did not know he would be the lead in this. So that was an unexpected treat. Where he, have I seen James Garner? He was in. I can't recall a sing. I'd be Grumpy Old Men, right? Was he? Is no, he the Grumpy no, Old Man? No, that's no. Walter Matthau. Dude, that's Walter Matthau. No, Sean. there's two of them. And, and there's John, men. And, uh, and, and Lemon, Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. No, that's, he's the other one. He's the third Sean, one. Sean, you're showing your ass that's right Sophia now. Sophia Lorenz. Sean, you're, oh, you're showing shit. your ass right now. No, I um, think he was in Space Cowboys. I think so. That's the only other James He's Garner the same character, seen. but he goes to space, right? And that, no, that's He's not, in The Notebook. I was just about to say, he's in The Notebook. He's the guy in The Notebook. Yeah. That's where I've seen James <laughs> yeah. Garner. Yeah. yeah. He's in The Great Escape, too. Yeah. Can I, okay. can I tell a notebook. Okay, he's in sorry. The notebook. really funny notebook story real quick? He's old Ryan Gosling. He's so sexy in The Notebook. I, I have a real funny notebook story. I could tell it in 10 seconds. Go ahead. Go. Uh, someone that I dated was really wanting me to watch that, and the movie started, and I'm telling you, I fell asleep immediately and opened my eyes as the credits hit. And they were like, wasn't that good? They never noticed that I fell asleep. And I was out the whole movie. What, right, what the fuck? Nice. Didn't notice. Took you 15 seconds, but um, pretty good. 15 seconds. He was also Maverick in the TV show Maverick, I think, right? Wasn't he The Maverick? only thing I know about Maverick, it was a Mel Gibson movie before he um, was racist and sexist. Well, so, he probably was oh. those things. We just didn't know it. Yeah, it was just the <laughs> classic era Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Anyways, enough about Mel. Mm. We're here to talk about James Garner's Support Your Local Sheriff. Mm. Yes. Before we get into this movie, um, yeah, I didn't know what to expect from this movie. And then it started, and it was a Western. And um, I love Westerns, frankly. We should mm -hmm. watch more Westerns on this. I also love Westerns. I, my, next, my next pick was going to be one, but now I'm like, well, I want to have contrast, though. But, mm. you know, I what can. What was your next pick going to be? It, what it was going to be? Unforgiven. Oh, but I don't know. If, a, I don't know if I can do that. That's a good Western. Got to have some contrast. But you got to watch a bunch of Westerns mm -hmm. to lead up to Unforgiven to fully appreciate. It. Oh, that's yeah. All yeah. right. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Well, also, I did not realize until doing research for this movie that there's a sequel to this movie. Support yeah. your local gunfighter, which isn't, I guess, like a real sequel because they all play different characters. They names. do? I, I read it's technically not a sequel. What? Because it doesn't follow this story whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's just the same actors doing different characters yeah. in a generally but, uh, another comedy Western support, movie. Yeah. It's like, well, but make a sequel at that point. If you got everyone else and it's called support local gunfighter. Like, what are you doing? I heard, I read that in 2004, screenwriter Bo Dare wrote a script that was an official sequel Ooh, to support whoa. your local sheriff where the story would pick up 25 years later. Uh, and uh, James Garner's character comes out of retirement to clean up the town again. Oh. Only this time, the bad guys are led by a resourceful but frustrated Shakespearean actor. What? <laughs> Which sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds like really support good. your local theater troupe, maybe? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Kill your local Kill theater Kill your local troupe. theater. Yeah. No, don't do that. Don't do that. So don't this movie, uh, we're going to get into it right now. Yeah. Um, the the movie starts with a funeral, mm -hmm. and they're burying... Are they burying the previous sheriff? Is that who's getting buried? 
No, I think what they they said they're burying some guy who got sick, and they just I remember the that's the, right. The preacher was like, right. hopefully whatever they had uh, wasn't contagious. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> they start off with a hardcore COVID nineteen joke. Yeah, uh, yeah, too soon, guys. Sixty years really? before the virus, they knew somehow. Really too soon. Yeah, and then uh, at the burial, a girl's like, "There's gold in the grave," and they all jump in and start fighting the, over the gold. This was a great opening, by the way. For for my money, that was a ten out of ten opening. To a western, uh, we wish you know we wish uh, you know that they may pass. Oh, what's that? And them just diving. Yeah, at in one on point, that. says get the coffin out of the way so we can get to it. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm down with this opening. I'm liking this opening. I'm so glad you silly. liked it so much because the filmmakers got sued for stealing that opening from another western <laughs> called Paint Your Wagon. This, all right, this is our, ten times better. Yo, that's some funny shit. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. Yeah, I think they eventually won the lawsuit because they're like, you didn't make so up gold in a graveyard. Come on. <laughs> That happened the, all the time. The judge deemed it too damn funny, and he couldn't. <laughs> they just didn't get sued. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that opening has no bearing on the rest of the film whatsoever. Well, it does actually, because that's them getting oh. the gold for the town. Like you see it before, after multiple viewings, you notice that they show you the town, and it's just a couple of tents. It's like some right. shit hole. Yeah. yeah, and that's when they they find the gold, and then the opening credits is everyone coming to the town to get the gold, and that's why that girl is so rich. At the end is because she they oh, got the gold from the. You, see, if I had watched this movie twenty times in my life, yeah. I would have picked that. You I'm here to help it, you. On viewing like seventeen or eighteen, you, you pick figure that, up. that part yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did notice that it opens and they're like, "Wait, this town's a gold. It's prosperous." And I'm like, "It's a town full of fucking tents." Yes, but okay, they so, developed it. I thought that the it. that the graveyard was at the outskirts of town, and then that they like moved into no, the center that, of town. No, that was the center of town, and then they even say like they don't have any laws because like it, the town became a town so quickly that yeah. they just couldn't keep up, yeah. and like that's why it's that's all so fucked funny. Up. I thought the same thing as you, Derek. That's really funny. This is but, also the plot of the HBO TV show Deadwood. It's exactly the same thing. And it opens again the same way. (laughs) They all dive in on the grave. Yeah. And they but they yell cocksucker a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) They really do. Sorry if you're watching this. They didn't even say it once in this movie. I, which surprised bummer. me. Not one bummer. time. James Garner. I thought you could. I thought he was going to save it. You for know the end. he wants to say it. I they are, don't. Uh, they cocksucker. don't. They don't curse in this movie at all. But they yeah. imply at one point in the movie mm-hmm. that they're going to say shit. Yes. Because there's a character who gets oh, promoted to deputy, yeah. and somebody goes, "Last week he was shoveling horse. He was watering the stables." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Say it. I would. Yeah. This movie would have been so ballsy if in 1969 <laughs> they're like horse shit. Yeah. That would have been cool. Come on, James. Step up next time. Uh, okay, so this is what would be considered a boom town. What yeah. happened? Where we, we lost our image. Are you texting over there? Uh, no, my phone just all of a sudden crapped out, and then I'm trying to get this back. <laughs> I was trying to get it back without you noticing, but then I realized it's my phone that's showing it, so I can't. <laughs> I don't know. G- give me a some, second. We're having some Here, technical difficulties. Let's see if I can change. Uh, keep going. It's keep not going. going to work if we can't see James Garner. But Well, yeah, I got can, a new picture can. of James Garner that since oh. we're here. All right, so it's a boom town. There's a lot of outlaws and prospectors and wild, wild west cowboys just in the town. I really like the opening of the movie because it was people just walking around with purpose, like yeah. walking very fast. I'm going over here. Well, bustling, I'm going over there. Oh, out of my way. Bustling western town. Yeah, and yeah. James Garner kind of comes in. He's the one guy taking his time, you know, just looking at everything. He's very cool, very chill. Mm-hmm. And he goes to a saloon and gets a drink, and then immediately in that drink, uh, some poker players... Break out into a fight, and the guy playing poker shoots another guy, and then does the classic. It was it was self defense. You all saw it. 
He was going for his gun. Yep, I saw it. Yep, no, it'd be a shame to call it anything other than self-defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then James Garner is like, mm, yeah, nice trick you pulled. See, you fainted with your left shoulder, making him go for his gun, and then you drew on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy mm-hmm. is like, who are you? You know, they get into a little tiff, and he tells him his name. I don't even remember the guy's name. Danby? Uh, yeah. Joe Danby? That's it. He's like, I'm Joe Danby. Remember the name. And uh, James Garner goes, okay, I'll remember your name. Uh, and then he leaves. And then we meet this girl played by Joan Hackett named, uh, what's her name? Trudy? Yeah, Trudy. Trudy. And she's she's like the one hot chick in this town. She's actually, I was, I had a crush on Judy. Uh, yeah. Trudy, I'll tell you. Yeah, Joan yeah. Hackett, <laughs> if you hadn't died in 1983, I'd be your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's walking through the town and, you know, people are like slapping her butt right. and being rude to her and then she goes stomping through some mud and she gets knocked over and face full of mud and she gets pissed off and she picks up a big old two by four and gets into the fight starts rumbling with people just madness all over this town yeah the whole town is fighting which i think is funny it starts off with him at like this food place getting food and everyone's fighting but it's funny because it's just so stupid there's a fight breaks out and goes wait 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 one second and then he grabs his plate and he goes to the side goes all right go ahead and then like they keep fighting but they all (laughs) listen to him which is just stupid and funny. But yes. I like that in the scene, like she's fighting in the mud. You see in the background that fight at the food mess hall is still happening, like way back there. Like I just like that. It's like the fight is just the whole town is fighting essentially. Yeah. It's all fucked up. They're all drunk. They're all trying to get gold and they're all fighting each other. Um eventually James uh what's his character's name? Is it Jimmy? Uh shit. No, it's not. Is it Jimmy? No, I'll get it. Give me a second. Uh Jason? J- is it Jason? It is Jason. Yeah, but they just call him Sheriff so much that it's right. yeah. his name. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. His name is Jason. In my, in my mind, I never knew him as Jason. He sees the, <laughs> an ad saying, you know, we need a local sheriff. And basically, uh, another scene earlier was all the leaders of the town, the mayor and the four uh, guys who own the mines here in town, the four richest men in town, are basically talking like, what are we going to do? You know, this place is dangerous. We can't get a sheriff who uh, can enforce the law here. They keep getting killed or run out of town. And and what's the name of the of the family of bad guys? Danbys. The Danbys are too, too powerful, you know? They're tough, and there's a lot of them, and we just don't know what to do. So uh, Jason sees the ad requesting a new sheriff, and he goes to the general store to respond to the ad and basically applies for the job of sheriff. Right, with the condition that whenever he wants to leave to go to Australia, he can. Because that's his whole goal, is just to go do a little gold hunting, then go to Australia. And he'll do this in the meantime. Yeah, and then pretty soon you get the impression that Jason can handle himself. They're like, what's your qualifications? He's like, check this out. And he flips a coin, and he shoots it, and the bullet goes through a a hole. I think it's a washer, washer, actually. And they're like, well, this already had a hole in it. How do we know the bullet said where you said it went? And he's like, well, it did. You know? And then they put a piece of tape over it, like, do it again. And he's like, well, I don't want to shoot two holes in your ceiling. They're like, just do it. He's like, all right. And he flips it, and he shoots it, and the tape gets shot through. So he is an expert marksman. I always thought it was so funny as a kid when after he shows the hole through the tape, the town is like, I hope I didn't offend you earlier when I, like they're like, the four of them get so like, oh, it's it's okay, sorry. And that's all good. And like, they get so scared of him. (laughs) By the way, I heard that scene was ripped off from another movie as well. Yeah. What? (laughs) So that's two scenes. What what was that Stolen from other movies. Uh, I had it in my little notes I don't know the name of the movie, but there's a, a Western that came out before this where a guy basically does the same thing. He takes like a necklace 
necklace off of uh, oh. uh, off of it's like an Indian necklace with a yeah. hole in it. He does the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he puts like a stamp over it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So but it's, it's hey, if it's good, why not steal it? Yes, yeah, movies like a greatest hits compilation. <laughs> you know what are you gonna yeah. do? Exactly. <laughs> his first jaw, uh, his first task as sheriff is to go arrest. That guy who got into the gunfight, Joe Danby, yeah, at the poker place. So he goes and he arrests Joe Danby, um, and he generally like gets the whole town to stop fighting by getting a fire hose and hosing everybody down. And then uh, you know they're like, "Oh, you think you're the new sheriff here, huh?" And they go to draw, and he draws first, and he shoots the gun out of the, their hand, and they're like, "Oh, okay, anything you say, boss." Mm-hmm. So. Um, he goes and he arrests uh, Joe Danby, the poker player, and that guy who's like, anything you say, boss, he makes that guy his deputy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And out the gate, this is kind of the first act of the movie, introducing all the characters and setting up the main conflict here, which is Sheriff Jason and his newly appointed deputy have arrested a member of this big bad family. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to hold him in jail. Which the jail has no bars. Which yeah. One of my favorite gimmick in this movie is repeatedly <laughs> repeatedly going back to, ah, oh, we haven't finished it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not escaping or. <laughs> yeah. All they had was a uh, thing of red paint. So they put that on the floor and said it was blood. And that was the guy who crossed that line was uh, killed. So then like the <laughs> this guy stays in jail. Yeah. I, I just love that recurring gag. That yeah. was that was I was a fan. Yeah, this is a super uh, like sixty, very sixties comedy mm-hmm. where the joke is like, "There's no bars in this jail. You call this a jail? Well, we're still building it. You know, it's stuff like that." Yeah. Um. So, Sheriff Jason. He takes the job. He arrests Joe Damby. And then we get to see that uh, he's basically going to get paid $150 a month to be sheriff. And he gets free room and board at the mayor's house. Mm-hmm. And the mayor has a daughter. And it's old Mudface Judy or Trudy. Trudy. Whatever her name is. And uh, there's a little bit of, um, you know, a romantic story here in a very 60s comedy way. She's always embarrassing herself. And he's like, oh. Do you always act this strange? Are you always this weird? And she's like, no, <laughs> I'm not. I hate you. There's, eh. there's something about James Gardner in this role where he's mm-hmm. the most sure of himself person, but he's not like a pompous asshole. He's no. just like, he's just so charming in this movie that like, I always loved it as a kid. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, I just like, I want to be that guy. Like, yeah. The best shot, but he doesn't brag about it. He just is. There's something refreshing about that kind of character. You know yeah. what I mean? Or he doesn't use it like, yeah, like you said, to be an asshole. Like he uses, he's like a good spirited guy. Yeah, he's just but, sure of himself, but, rightfully so. But yeah. he's not like a dick about it. He's just like, no, I can. Like, yeah, he's just confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, confidence and he uses it for good. And so when he talks to Trudy, yeah, it, it isn't like he's like talking down to her. It's just like you are very strange, <laughs> like, whatever. But it's uh, yeah. not like a, you know being a dick to her. Yeah. 
Yeah, there were times where he was definitely an asshole. I was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Well, <laughs> he takes yeah. his deputy to go gold prospecting. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he's like, you're going to do all the work and I'm going to get 60% of the gold. I'm taking a nap. Burp, yeah, oh, yeah. Also, true. they go, well, he's mostly to that guy. But yeah, then when he's like, they're fishing, he's like, hey, you clean off these fish and I'll go, well, I'll get ready for uh, you to cook it for me. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. that's true. So you can't say he's not an asshole. He but, is an asshole, but he's but, a charming asshole. But you know, at the he has a heart of gold behind it. Yes, oh. yes. Yeah. Um, so while he's in his jail one day, uh, keeping Joe Danby behind uh, bars that don't exist, <laughs> Joe Danby's father comes in and points a gun at him and says, release my son from jail. And James Garner plugs the gun with his finger. Mm-hmm. This and is I, a great scene. Yeah. And I was thinking like, yo, that finger's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> just blow this <laughs> dude away. Uh for whatever reason, this is like the main bad guy of the movie. I mean, it's a comedy film from the 60s, but he's right. like, take your finger out of my gun. I can't shoot this gun with your finger in it. It'll blow up in my face. It'll blow up in my face. Send a bullet right back into my eye. I'm like, what do you think? He has like adamantium bones in his hand? Like, just shoot him. Uh, I was watching that scene, just like, just fucking shoot this guy <laughs> in this movie. Uh, the longest time I thought that would work, if you put your finger in a gun, it would make it so the guy wouldn't pull a trigger. Like, I thought that's how it works. This was, like, maybe my favorite scene in the movie, because I've never seen a, a, a threatening situation diffused <laughs> in quite this way. I'm going to fucking kill you right here and now. Wait, you just put your finger in the gun? What am I supposed to like, do? Like, I don't really... Thanks a lot. And then I, was gonna shoot I you. love that he was going to kill him. And then it's like, well, you say talk to my son. Well, go, sure. Go ahead. And he goes, much obliged to you. It's like, what the fuck? Like, he was going to kill you two seconds ago. I've never seen it. Does, dis- does he disarm him too? Does he take his gun away? Uh, I think he. Does yeah. He? Yeah. After. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He gives up. Yeah. He goes like, well, I'm not going to fire it with the. Yeah. And then he goes like, all right, I'm taking it. And he takes it. And, and I mean, he takes the bullets, takes out, the gives bullets it back to out and hands it back. To That's him. right. That's yeah. Right. So right away, I was like, this villain sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like if I was the villain, this movie would be a lot shorter. <laughs> I wouldn't even say release my son. I just boom. I mean, if you think about it, really, the plot of this movie is for this villain, this bad guy to get his son out of a jail with yeah. no doors and no bars. That's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he just can't, he can't do, do it. it. Yeah, he yeah. can't make it happen. If I was him, I would have come in with the gun like back here. Like, I'm going to shoot you. He, James Garner would have been like, bring it closer so I can put my finger in it. I would have said no. You'd have the bullet. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Uh, and then James Garner tells daddy uh, like, oh, yeah, I arrested your son and he's really stupid. And then the dad goes back and talks to his son. He's like, there's no bars here. And he's like, yeah. But I can't leave. And he goes, ah, you are stupid. All right, just wait here. And like he agrees with him. Yeah. Again, the goal is just to get your son out of jail and there's no bars. And it's like, nah, you're too stupid to do that. Um, yeah. That's support your local sheriff. <laughs> in a nutshell. Uh, from this point in the movie, we kind of see that. Sheriff Jason is, um, you know, he's like flirting with Trudy and generally the people in the town, they 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 basically support him. They see that he is kind of yeah. cleaning up the town, but they're also scared that he's pissing off the wrong people. Yeah, I mean, like the eventually the, the Danby family hires a bunch of hitmen to go kill uh, the sheriff. And it's just like a whole montage of just like the sheriff, like outdoing them and killing them instead. And I mean, again, there's not a lot to this movie. 
all, I picked this on purpose. Battle of Algiers was so much that I'm like, let's <laughs> just pick something that's the opposite Do of that. Do a contrast. Just so light and just whatever. Yeah. So I picked this one for that reason. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because there's not much more to it. Like, the Danby family gets all of, like, their relatives to come and try to kill the sheriff. Mm-hmm. That's this, and then like the 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 Trudy was like, well, what do we, what do you do? Like, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go to Australia, and that's it for me. And then uh, she's into that idea, and then the last thing is, you know what? No, I'll, I'll figure this out. And then like it's just, it's it, it 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 all culminates in a scene of like the like family slowly walking up on a horse, and it gets all serious, and the the town's all empty, and then the sheriff, yeah. you know, he bests them, he gets mm-hmm. them, no one dies. It's all lighthearted and fun. Yeah. Well, a couple of people die. Yeah, but you don't know them. So do they really care? No <laughs> matter. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like we're missing something from the middle of this movie. I mean, they put the bars in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that jail like not, gets its I'm bars. I'm not selling anyone on this movie if you haven't seen this movie. I, but like, there's so many little jokes that are so funny to me. Where like the dad and brother is trying to break once the bars get put in, try to break Joe out of the thing, and they can't. And then Joe's like, "I could have told you it was gonna work." And he's like, "Well, how'd you know?" Is like, "Why well, put the bars in myself?" Like he had, like Joe Danby put the bars in. That's so fucking funny. While he was <laughs> while in he jail. was in yeah. jail. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is like a, a, a family-friendly movie from the 60s. It feels like, a, yeah, a Disney film. I would not be surprised if there was like a, a section in old Disneyland that was based off of this. You yeah. Know, like frontier, yeah. Frontierland, you know? Definitely yeah. feels Support that Support your way. local sheriff. like Almost like the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that era of films. Just very wholesome, very like, oh shucks. Where's support your local sheriff land? That deserves its own I, part of Frontier Land. I, fuck, fuck Galaxy's I, Edge. If there was what? if there was, I would go. If there was merchandise, I would buy it. Yeah. I need to support get it going. your local sheriff shirt. Why yeah. don't I have that? Yeah. Fuck. Come on. Where's Shit. the merch? <laughs> this. Sell, you know, the bars or something, you know? I don't know. Yeah. So uh towards the end of the movie. Yeah, I'm going to recap what you just said. Yeah, thank you. He goes on a date with Trudy. He goes on, like, multiple dates with Trudy. He's always flirting with her, and she's flirting with him, but he says the wrong thing, and she gets angry. She's like a firecracker. Um, then they're out on a on a ride, just going through the countryside one day on a carriage, and they kind of pull over, and she's like, you know, you've been handling the Danbys really good, and they keep sending these hitmen after you, and you keep taking them on, but... I've been hearing now they're getting all the Danbys and even the Danby cousins and a couple extras and they're putting together a posse to come for you. You know, it's probably like probably 11 people. And he's like, yep, that's about what I figured. And she's like, well, do you know what you're going to do? And he's like, yeah, more or less. And she's like, what is it? He's like, I'm going to Australia. My plan that I always had. And she says like, wow, that's really mature. And that pisses him off. He's like, what do you mean mature? And she's like, yeah, why have this whole shootout in this town? That's probably going to, be violent, get a lot of people killed. You could just take off and we can avoid the whole thing. And he's like, you don't think that's cowardly? She's like, no, I, I just told you. I think it's mature. And he's like, no, it's cowardly. I know it's cowardly. I know it's cowardly because I've never done a cowardly thing in my life. And this is not the type of thing I do because it's just too cowardly. <laughs> and then she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm going to go fight the Danbys. <laughs> and then we have the posse riding in, which I count as actually 13 people. So they're both. Oh, there. oh. And then, yeah, they all line up, and he basically says, this was great. He walks out in the middle of the road, and he goes, 
You're all under arrest. Put your guns down. And at the same time, they all draw their guns and start shooting like wild at him. And he just like dives out of the way with no bullets hitting him. And I'm like, <laughs> you, un- you just gave this guy a mag dump. And he, yeah. he, he <laughs> neoed, matrixed all of these bullets. It was incredible. Support your local, the one. There's also a part in this, in this scene where he does the same thing he did in the mess hall. He tells everyone to stop. And then he crosses the street and is going like, wait, wait. Okay, now go ahead. And then like they start shooting again, but when he's like <laughs> back to the cover, it's yeah. so stupid, yeah. but so funny to me. Yeah, yeah, so in this final shootout, it's 13 members of the Danby Posse, and then it's Sheriff Jason, his deputy, who uh, is not the town drunk. He's known as the town character. Right. Which I guess <laughs> is a way of saying he's the village idiot. Yeah. But yeah. And then Trudy uh, on, on uh, what do you call it? Lever action rifle, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, this is where we see that Trudy kills two people. Right. You say mm-hmm. nobody dies in this well, movie, but she guns down two dandies in the street. Yeah, come on, Trudy. And Jason actually goes over to her. He's like, you ever heard of shooting to wound? And she's like, I only shoot to kill. She's like fucking Terminator in this movie. Damn. Yeah. Then he's like, yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. And he crosses the street, and then he's like, okay, keep shooting. And they start unloading on him again. Um, then he gets the village idiot to go get Joe Danby out of jail. And in this magical hard cut, Very two much. seconds <laughs> later, there's a cannon in this town. Oh, yeah. Why does the town have a cannon? I don't know. Leftover from the war, bro. I guess yeah, so. Fun. And Didn't they, a lot of them have seriously. Like they had a lot of stuff left over from old war shit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. That's you know what? what? Old town in San Diego's got a cannon. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but we're San Diego. The, well, this is just some fictional middle of nowhere town. Well, Anyways, I mean, fictional cannon. Yeah. <laughs> they handcuff Joe Danby to the cannon, uh, where he's like strapped right in front of it, and the cannon is pointed right at his chest, and. Uh, and uh, Sheriff Jason's there with his cigar, and he basically says to the posse, put all your weapons down, or I'm going to blow this fool away. And they're like, no, we don't believe you. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And he goes to do it, and they're like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and they put their guns down. Yeah, and they all go to jail. And, they all walk. And then they are all arrested. All arrested. And then, and that is the climax of the film. Well, the climax <laughs> of the film is then the cannon accidentally goes off and destroys Madame Orr's house, which is a whore house, which I always thought was a like a play on words, like Madame's whorehouse, uh, but it's Orr house. I mean, Turns out is. that's not the case. Oh, and that um, uh, I guess there was a guy William T. Orr, who was a Warner Brothers executive who produced James Garner's TV series Maverick. And Garner had a contentious relationship with him. So it was like a dig at that guy. And then James Garner blew it up. He's blowing up Orr's house. Right. So take that, William T. Orr. Deal with it. So he blows up the whorehouse, and they're like, what'd you do that for? And he's like, no, it was an accident. I love them whores. They're they're my best friends. I'm sorry. (laughs) And all the, like, leaders of the town, the mayor and all the guys, uh, which they come running out like in their underwear, like, oh, what I happened? No. Oh. Thought it. I always thought it was funny too that during the shootout they were just fucking <laughs> like that, that's what they were doing. All the town leaders like, oh, we're just gonna go to the whorehouse and you deal with this uh-huh. problem. Yeah, yeah. And we we kind of glossed over a major scene where they all vote to not help him right. in this final shootout, yeah. which again is uh, uh, reminiscent of the 
of the scene in the movie High Noon, oh. which is a third Western Another that one. they've ripped off for this movie. <laughs> um, and then the movie ends, and he's like, uh, I'm not going to go to Australia. I'm going to marry Trudy. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm your husband now. That, that was weird. I We're going to have a lot of kids. And when I say it's time to go to Australia, you're going to go. And she's like, oh, oh. okay. Oh, all right. Ooh, and, then, and then the village idiot like talks directly to camera. Yeah. Oh, this killed me. Like, uh, <laughs> this killed me. Like Zach from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. He just breaks the fourth wall. He's like, well, that's the end of our story. And I'll tell you what happened. He never went to Australia, but he read a lot of books about it. And he became governor. <laughs> he became governor of the state, and I became sheriff. And I became a fabled Western and Old West folklore. That was my favorite part. The fact that this fucking nobody character <laughs> tells you, I became like one of the greatest figures in Western history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was that got me. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. And then that's the end, man. Yeah. So truth be told, the movie was a little anticlimactic. Sure. Sure. And but I kind of expect, I, I kind of figured this movie would be like, I, I just, the way it was going, I'm like, it's going to be something stupid. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a movie from the sixties, which I feel like it was just a simpler time Yes, where you could have a movie where pretty much nothing happened, mm-hmm. uh-huh, but yeah. it was a little 90 minute comedy romp. That's kind of funny and kind of charming. And you're like, eh, nothing happened, but I liked it. That's, Exactly what this movie is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say now that we've reviewed the whole plot, I'll give you my take on it. Sure. I liked this movie. Yeah. I thought that this Me movie too. was charming. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's the best way to put it. It does remind me of those old 60s and 70s live action Disney family friendly comedy movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's silly. The character, honestly, they're still doing this shit today. He's like a <laughs> 1969 Star Lord, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. just like quippy and cutting jokes. Oh, this is a gunfight. Hold on. And uh, Chris Pratt does a little dance, but this guy's just like, wait, 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 wait. I want to eat my food. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, you're right. Oh my yeah. god. So Disney, they haven't broke the mold. They they set the mold way back when. Actually, Disney I, ripped off MGM because this right. isn't even a Disney movie. Uh, what were you yeah. gonna say? No, I was gonna say is this isn't even a Disney movie. You already said it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that is support your local sheriff. I did find out that this movie is titled uh, after a parody of bumper stickers that were popular at the time that said "Support your local police." Yeah, yeah. That that and I I've seen those. I remember seeing things about that, and that's why I thought when you told me, I was like, Well, I always wondered why there was an exclamation mark in this movie title. Like, that was always weird to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the stickers had, so that's why they did it. Yeah. So that like makes funny. Now it yeah, finally yeah. makes sense. You better fucking do it. Well, I picked this movie, so I will rate it first. Um, this movie isn't the best movie ever made, but to me, it's like you put this movie on a rainy day, and I'm just going to feel good. That's just how I yes. feel about this movie. It just brings me back to those days when I was a kid. I give it, fuck, I mean, four stars, four shakers. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic in my world. So that's me. If you saw last week's episode, you know that he also gave Battle of Algiers four stars. Yeah. Yeah. That means in Sean's book, these are side by side. (laughs) Well, one of these movies, I'm not going to say which, I'm going to watch again one day. And I won't say which one it's going to be. 
And the other movie <laughs> it, is just unforgettable. It'll stay it, with you your whole life. It's so funny. And that is support your local share. Literally yesterday I was out with Johnny and Kevin and we were talking about movie club episodes and how it's really funny how sometimes we'll record episodes close to each other and we'll remember the score from a past one and and compare the score. Mm-hmm. So where it's like, all right, this week we're reviewing, you know, uh, Schindler's List. To get, I give it a four. Well, last week you gave Weird Al's UHF a four, Rocco. Like, really? These are... Yeah. It's always funny comparing, you know... I think you actually rated UHF higher than Schindler's List. I, th- I, might, I may have, but dude, Weird Al... Like, Schindler's List didn't, had zero Weird Al. It's true. <laughs> like, let's call it for what it is. Sure. So, anyway. I'm going to give this movie a solid three, which is right down the middle. You know, yeah. it's a good, solid, average movie. It wasn't boring. But it also wasn't the most engaging film I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's a movie from the 60s. It's a family-friendly movie. But, hey, it's free on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, by the way, yeah, the, people should know that. The whole movie is free it, on, on YouTube. YouTube. So you can pop it on, no commitment, you know, and, and see for yourself. I also found out that the Support Your Local Gunfighter is also yeah. on YouTube. I'm going to watch that. I've never seen that. Yeah, that popped up at the end when I finished the Me movie. I was, I was like, like uh-huh. what the hell? You know, I've never seen it. I should at least give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> see what this is about. Um, yeah, I, I want, I was thinking at first I would also give it a three. It's, you know, again, it's not like a life changing film, but I don't know what it is. There are certain eras or whatever of movies. There are great movies in every decade and and important movies in every decade, but there is something to be said about movies from the late sixties and like cheesy eighties movies that are like comfort food to me. I don't know what that is. And that bumps this movie up to a four for me because this movie was so fucking charming mm-hmm. that I enjoyed the shit out of it. So you want you want just a charming, fun Western movie. You can't do That's wrong. not serious. You can't, yeah, you can't do wrong with this. Yeah. I'm tipping it a little more in my scale. That's just what I get comfort out of. You might not like it as much, but I think you'll enjoy it at least yeah. a little bit. I will say a couple things about the movie. See this scene here, this house? This house struck me as way too modern. It kind of oh, does yeah. look too modern. To be modern. Yeah. in a, in yeah. a Western film. Mm-hmm. And if you look closely, there's a scene that takes place in front of this house where Trudy is stuck in a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And James Garner is talking to another woman from the town about Trudy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the conversation, the woman's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. She walks away. And it looks like she is walking on a sidewalk that has been buried in dirt. Oh. <laughs> if you look closely, you'll see that <laughs> the dirt path she's walking on is like elevated from the rest of the dirt. Yeah. And I really think this was just filmed on some back lot. And they're oh, like, I'm sure. yeah. we're, we're not building an old West house. Just yeah. You're going to use the leave it to beaver house. And we're just going to put dirt in front of the and house. And you put a cowboy hat and that's good It was enough. supposed to be like a rich house, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So maybe they thought they could get away with that. With You know, it's like, oh, no, it's fancy. It's fancy. Interesting. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then I was reading some trivia about this movie, and apparently when it came out, it was a total bomb. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, and the movie studio was really disappointed. I guess they were going to like pull it from theaters or Damn. something. Uh, what's this? St- I wonder if I have this written down here. I, apparently, like James Garner paid money. He gave him like ten thousand dollars. Like, let this run for another week. Oh. And okay. the word of mouth got out. And this movie actually ended up being one of the top 20 highest grossing films of 1969. Wow. Despite the fact that it's first week out, nobody gave a shit. How funny. Yeah, sometimes things have to find their, you know, their audience or whatever. So I don't know how you sell this movie, though. 
Like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you would, what preview would make you want to say. I don't know. It's just like, it's just a weird, it's a weird ass movie that with no plot really. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, the uh, In regards to trivia for this movie, the thing that cracked me up, I always love to look this kind of stuff up. Whenever they say monetary numbers in a movie, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, they offer him in the movie, they offer him 150 a month yeah. to do the sheriff job. So I always love looking that stuff up. What would that be now? Like, what's sure. the equivalent? That would be just shy of five grand a month now. Wow. Just shy. Like, four, like that's pretty good. Yeah. And 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 uh, they said, you know, 60K a year. Is that a lot for a sheriff? But it also inc- include room and board, if you remember, in the movie. So he got a pretty good deal out Dude, of it. Dude, yeah. yeah. Well, he's rich. Yeah. I also was... Well, bl- plus he fucked the mayor's uh, daughter. Who's all, the richest you know, girl in They throw that in, town, I guess. So. You know? If your boss hooks you up with his hot daughter... Hot rich daughter. You might take a pay cut. That's a bonus. Yeah. That's, that's a bonus. <laughs> um... I was also blown away by the factoid that uh, Bruce Dern, who played uh, N- Danby. Danby, yeah, was is the only surviving like person involved in this movie. I oh, had no clue. Fuck. I didn't know they were all gone except for him. So damn, Bruce Dern, shout out if you're watching Shouts this. Shout out, yeah, you made it, dude. So Laugh. keep that in mind when you watch this movie and you they're see this dead. bustling town of people. Uh, just know that they're all skeletons. Dead. Yeah, they're all dead. Picture it. Uh, Tough. Yeah, except for uh, Joe Danby. Yeah, thank yeah. God. Well, Danby's one in the end. Rocco, I think you have the next pick. Okay, you guys are talking a lot about the 60s. You guys are talking a lot about Disney. You know, there's a movie that came out. You might be thinking, oh, I'm going to pick a 60s Disney movie. No, no. Oh. There's a recent movie, but it dealt a lot with the mindset of the 60s and what it was all about. Some people were touched by this movie and really affected by it. Others said it was fucking garbage. And so I'm I thought scared. it'd be interesting. Oh, God, no. How are the duck two? Tell me it's not Tomorrowland. It is Tomorrowland. No! Have you seen it? Why? Why is that? Have you seen it? No. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. I never wanted to. Now oh. I'm being forced to watch Tomorrowland. Maybe it's going to be good. Maybe it'll be great. Yeah, maybe. It just went up on uh, like Disney+. Plus. It, oh, they just added it. Okay. So I figured that would now be a good time. Fair check enough. it out. Well, check it out. Have you seen it? I've, see, I've oh, seen it. Oh, yes. so you already have an opinion on it. Uh, yeah, I have okay. an opinion, Ooh. but I have a different one. I watched it again when they added it and I have, I go back and forth on a lot of it. And so I thought that would make it an interesting okay. conversation. I don't know anything about this movie. Yeah. So it's based Is on in it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Here's what I know about this movie. It's based on the land in Disneyland. That sounds, I mean, interesting. I think it has to do with time travel. Mm-hmm. I think I just said, I think that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Well, I know that there's a guy with a fucked up face in it. George Clooney. And um, I've heard mixed reviews. Well, yeah. guess we'll I'll have to judge for myself. We'll definitive answer next week. I don't know why I responded so viscerally with Tomorrowland. No! <laughs> I'm going to do that <laughs> from now Tomorrowland! on. Tomorrowland! You can. Get ready. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Darth Vader no every, every choice now. I'm Shit. trying to think who the guy with the fucked up face is. Well, Oprah. we'll find out. You'll have to week. watch it again. Thank you. See, you. see you tomorrow.